Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There is another podcast coming tomorrow. Okay. Hello, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. The podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. And well, we take bringing you a podcast every Monday morning extremely seriously. Mm, very, very seriously. This is, we have time capsuled this particular episode, uh, locked it away safely, just so you have something for Monday, in the full knowledge that there will be a full podcast coming your way tomorrow. This one is uh, all about previewing the upcoming European Champions Cup and Challenge Cup semi-finals this coming weekend. The reason we're recording this one uh, in advance and putting it out on Monday is because these two gentlemen that I'm here with are selfishly uh, away. We are. So, an interesting game that we're going to play now. It's kind of the game just for me and Phil, really. Sorry about this, Tim. Um, what will we be doing this time next week? <laughs> So this time next week now, or as you're listening to this on Monday, what were we doing 12 hours ago? Yes. What were we doing on what Sunday? State, what state will you be in <laughs> when people are actually downloading this, when we upload this podcast? So, so we've got yeah. a just a little, a two-day stag do to Prague. Lovely. Uh, a rugby stag do. So pretty much everyone there is a... Rugby players, are, all rugby fan. Yeah. yeah, all yeah, ex Lancaster rugby players. I guess there's a few, fair few of them. A few ex Broughton Park players. Um, yes, there are. A few Leicester Grammar School rugby players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's basically stag. a rugby stag do, which uh, would be Trev, Paul Davis. Ah, lovely. Who played it at Broughton Park a little bit and Leicester Grammar and Lancaster. So Lancaster usually Studio. when we record this, okay, so we're recording this a week earlier, so. When we'd usually be recording it, we'd now be having Negronis. <laughs> we we may lots well, and lots of Negronis. We may well be having a few Negronis, maybe a few vodka martinis. Yep, maybe yep. a Ray Grin. Ooh. If we can source some Fenet Branca, I'm sure we can on the continent. The Probably. most sophisticated well, over there. What do they do? Well, there must be something native to Prague that you can, you know, when, when in Rome. Disgusting when gassy Prague. lager, absinthe. Oh uh, yeah, how absinthe's French, isn't it's, it? It is French, but I think it's drunk. A lot. Of, it's, it's, That's what Van Gogh was on when he cut his ear off, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, was it? associated with Prague. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I saw it advertised. And but you're not allowed to drink it neat, are you? You've got to have it slightly diluted with water and sugar. Is it? Who knows? Well, I'm sure we'll find out though. Yeah, <laughs> that I can be sure. Let's know on tomorrow's podcast. <laughs> yeah, when you'll hear Phil and JB in nowhere near as high spirits. In, uh, well, they'll be in high spirits in terms of their blood alcohol content, <laughs> but they're probably in a very, very fragile state on tomorrow's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So thank you very much for bearing with us on that one. You know where to find us, at Rugby Podcast on Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram, all the rest of it. Uh, but here we are. So um, actually, before we get into looking at the Champions Cup semifinals and Challenge Cup semifinals, Phil, you prepared a little quiz. I have. So Ooh, come on then. It's exciting. Just, just a little one. And... Interestingly, when I prepared it, uh, I wasn't expecting to be doing it one week in the future. So there are, there's a couple of references to, in fact, yeah, there's two references in the questions to last weekend or last week. Okay. So have you got pen and paper or uh, yeah, something, something to write yeah. down? Electronic device. 
Okay, five questions. Question number one. What was Claremont Auvergne's name until 2004? Okay. I think I know this one. And I will be going there next weekend. Are you? Yes. Lovely for the uh, Challenge Cup (laughs) semi-final. Go on, next. Next question. Last weekend's games, so last weekend's... uh, Professional rugby club rugby games. Yes. Okay. There were three draws in top level professional rugby. What games were they? What games were their draws? Hold. Okay, I know. One so hold. last week, the, the week that we've just had, as in the weekend, today. the weekend of the the fifth, sixth, seventh of April. Correct. Three, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Three draws. There were three draws. So I just want the teams, team names. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Question number three. Which rugby player changed his name to Paddy Power as part of a sponsorship deal for the 2007 Rugby World Cup? Uh-huh. Uh, 2007? 2007. <sighs> okay, got that one. Yep. Question four. A week and a half ago, as you're listening, um, Saracens announced a deal with Tottenham Hotspur to host five years' worth of games at the new Tottenham Hotspur I'm Stadium. I'm looking forward to that. I am. Very impressive Bottom stadium. Bottom beers, apparently. Yes, which a few places do. Um, who was the footballer who was alongside Brad Barrett and Alex Lazowski at the press announcement? Mm, I don't know, but I'd be surprised if it wasn't this guy. Yeah, I've got one in my mind. Last one? Finally, three points available. Name James Haskell's three non-premiership clubs. Oh, easy. Okay. Easy. Definitely got two. Two two's easy. Third's more difficult. Third is a guess. Yes, this is the it's the tiebreaker, Tim. Unlucky, mate. I don't know if it is the tiebreaker. <laughs> I have got a pre-prepared tiebreaker question oh, as well. If if we okay, uh, okay. So that's your five questions. Wait, 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 wait. Let me think about this. Um, okay, all right. I'll go for that one. Okay, number one. Oh, yes, no, that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Just answer the questions. <laughs> no, 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 yes. Come on. Number one. Yes. Tim? Claremont uh, Auvergne's We're name. called, what do you reckon? Because I've got it written G- down. Montferrand. Montferrand. Is correct. Uh, yes, Montferrand is, is correct. So that's one all. Not my first rodeo, Tim. Three draws in oh. top-level professional so rugby. I just realised how stupid the question was that I asked you, because obviously... It couldn't be last week's games, as in now's last week's, because they haven't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be a remarkably tough thing to answer, wouldn't it? (laughs) I know two that happened in the Pro 14. Uh Huh? Really? Uh, Wow. I hope you know one, but you obviously don't. Okay. So you know one of them, Jamie. Benetton... Leinster. Correct. I've got that one written down. And now yeah. I don't want him to. No, no so, so I'll, I'll do my next one. Yes. Yeah. Racing Claremont. I haven't got that one. So now I'm, I'm going to guess Cardiff. Oh, yeah, as I've just told you. <laughs> did you didn't you, even did, know there was another Pro 14 did, one. But you, did you say Cardiff? But did you say. Uh, no. I can't have this. I no, didn't write it no, down. No, no, you, no, you haven't. And whoever played Cardiff? It was Southern Kings Dragons. Correct. Oh, oh this is mine anyway. So that's two points. They drew. Yeah, 18 yeah. all. After wasting all. all that carbon to get there, to <laughs> an awful game which we highlighted two weeks ago. They drew. Well, neither team deserved a win. They're both losers. Wow. What What a fitting end. <laughs> Paddy Power. Epitaioni. Epitaioni written down. Correct. Tom, Tongan, wasn't he? That's yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Played, he played, played for Newcastle. Newcastle yes. And Harlequins, and he played on the yeah, wing and centre flank. centre and flank. Yes, yeah. yeah, so oh, no wing flank. Wing flank, yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, dropping Epitaioni knowledge bombs everywhere here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's Northampton you played for as well. Four points all. No, who is it? Newcastle and 
And Harlequins. You said Quentin Harlequins. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. The I, I assume it's Harry Kane. I said Spurs Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Is I know he incorrect. Was, he was at the England game, though, wasn't he? Uh, who was it then? Uh, it was Deli Alley. Oh, that would be my second go to. Uh, and how many other Spurs players do you know? Uh, Son? Is he one? Yeah, he's yeah. one. Uh, um, uh, uh, Alda oh. Vireld. Oh, is it? Another one. Loris. Yeah. Loris. Oh, the keeper. Trips, Vertonghen. Oh, Danny Rose. A... Danny Rose, I was about to say. Big Ben be, Davis. Be, be, hang on. Uh, Trippier? I don't know any of these. I don't know any of these. I can't, genuinely cannot remember the last full game of football I watched. Oh, I, I tried never. to watch a game of football the other day because I really got... In my mind, I, I, I G'd myself up for it. I read about the game. It was... I think it might have been United-Liverpool. I, I read all about it. I was like, right, I'm going to really give this a go because it, it means so much to so many people, particularly in Manchester. There must be something to it. Um... And then I watched it, it was absolutely dreadful. I was like, I can't watch this garbage. It's utter <laughs> garbage. And I'm sure you do get a good game. But um, do you remember the Mitchell and Webb ad- advert? Yeah. Do you remember? Have you I seen that? Oh, yeah. The, watch the football. Watch the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Saturday, two teams will play. <laughs> they will win, lose, or draw. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. David Webb, it's great. <laughs> the Titans of Ipswich face the Giants of Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of felt like that. That's how it felt like too much football. Okay, final question. The three non-premiership James Haskell clubs. So we level at the minute. Yeah. You are level. Yes. I'm four points. I'm off. confident on two. I'm confident on three. So you've got a problem here. A big, so, big problem here. First right, one. Tim. I've got them written down, so I'm not going to. Yeah. So Highlanders. It, correct. Stade Francais. Correct. The third one, and this came as a flash. I was trying to think of the Japanese teams, and there would be a logical reason why it would be this team. Okay. The Black Rams. I've got the Rioc Black Rams too. Rico. Well, uh, Rico. But, but they're Rico. Yeah. So it's yeah. like Rico, uh, the Wasps link. So I said Rico Black Rams. I've got Black Rams too. You, all three correct. Wow. <laughs> so. Deathmatch. I have prepared a final question. The final question is, I am going to Google Rupeni Thauthau weight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so his, the first listed weight that comes up, you've got to be closest to that. Okay. Now, I don't know if the first weight that comes up is going to be his 18-year-old weight or his 28-year-old weight. Okay. What, which what, which what would weight be about 20 kgs. What, what units do you want it in? K- KGs, KGs, please. It's KGs. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off. I'm going to go 124 kilograms. Well, I should, well, we should have written them down, really, because I could yeah. just be really slow and go 123. Uh. So I'll, I'll be kind and go... I was thinking I was going around... I'll go 110. One ten. Okay. Here we go. So it has given his original weight, <laughs> uh, which is one hundred kilograms. What, what? rubbish! So, what a terrible, what what a king's dragon's end! This <laughs> wonderful quiz. So that'll be him as a nineteen-year-old. When he was running... Look at his picture! Running through... Look at his Wikipedia picture! <laughs> Is that his uh, final stint in Toulouse? Yes. Have you ever heard the story about when they went to go and find him? In the middle of... Yeah. Oh, my God, it's a great story. You can have to... I, I'm not even going to bother trying to tell it, but if you Google it and try and find when the... Who do you play for? Is it Cast? He went to France a couple, couple of times, didn't he? Yeah, but where did he really make his name? Blues, he was... No, he blue, was amazing. Blues, but then so he went I'm somewhere in France. Oh, Agen. Agen, that's it. Agen, then Toulouse, then back to Agen. So the Agen president and his mates went over to, uh, to Fiji. And like the trip that they took, they've got, obviously got to fly from France to Australia, then fly you, over to yeah. Fiji, then they had to trek to find him. They found him, and uh, he was in bed with a fever because he had a dental infection, which is why he didn't make it back and so they brought him back to France for dental first thing they did for him is dental work wow five years ago his player statistics were on a, on a deeper search you did set the rules it was the first search but yeah was has him in age 33 so five years ago as 120 kgs yeah and there, there's picture I'm just looking up some pictures now of him at, at Toulouse looking massive like Bastereau if Bastereau lost about 5 kg which is uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> both the best in the world at what at what they did at their peak. At their peak, yes. 
Mm. All right. Uh, so before we go on, uh, Tim, tell us all about Cornerstone. Cornerstone, amazing mail order raisers. We absolutely love these guys, and they help us make the podcast. And we have got a great offer for you. So treat yourself to an incredible shave. Treat yourself to a, a weighty aluminium shaft uh, with engraved initials on it, which you get for free because you listen to us. And what's more, you get six amazing cornerstone razors delivered to you in a presentation box for just four quid. So that aluminium shaft engraved, the the German precision engineered razors sent to you four quid, less than a pint. Just give it a go. We absolutely love it. We know you will. No obligation, but we think you want to stick with cornerstone. They are the best and the original. So stick with them. Uh, cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers. That's cornerstone.co.uk forward slash egg chasers. Get involved. There we go. Right. Uh, European Cup time. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I think I prefer the quarterfinals. I think it's my favourite weekend of rugby because there's so many there's games. There's more, yeah. But, but the, the magnitude of the matchups wow. gets ever bigger. Can I just ask, does 100 kilograms strike you as a lightweight second row? Yes. Yes. 16 stone, isn't it, basically? Very lightweight. Yeah. The Dragons went to the Southern Kings with a 16 stone second row called Max Williams. Mm. The height they are, it's quite easy to be 16 stone when you're like six, six foot six. Yeah. yeah. It's quite easy. It's like, like your skeleton is yeah, yeah. probably 14 stone. Manny Ross Morales is only 103, according to this, so who, who knows, who knows. Ross uh, Morales is heavier well, than that, definitely. Yes. Let's talk about the rugby rather than the the, the, the weight of the worst team in the world. Yeah. So we've got um, these games are happening on Saturday, on mm. Sunday. Yes. Three games on Saturday, one on Sunday. Saracens uh, Munster is getting us underway. From so the Rico. 3.15. So the, the stadiums... Oh, I've got 3.15 here. Oh, wow, interesting. Mm. You're probably right because I'm looking at the BBC, so <laughs> yours, yours will well, be right. I don't know. I'm a, I am actually on Wikipedia right now, so I yours, don't know. I like think I'd right. go with Wikipedia over BBC. Yes. Um, so the stadia is interesting because there was a few complaints and we discussed it around Leinster having the Aviva Stadium. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was actually earlier, in this, earlier this year the EPRC... Yeah, um, ECPR. ECPR made a statement to say, so they they've not changed the rules around picking stadia for games, but they will use their full discretion to ensure that games have an appropriate stadium, and by appropriate they want it to have su- sufficient capacity, facilities, location, mm-hmm. yeah, and all the rest I, of it. I hate this in the home nation, uh, and that will include in some instances picking home. Uh, stadia for games, it's including they referenced the Racing ninety two, yeah, thirty two thousand seater arena. Uh, yeah, exactly. The, the I, I, I hate the wind about it. It's a good stadium. That's all that matters. Uh, the Aviva is a great stadium. Yeah, yeah. Just play on. I, yeah, I, you know, it's it's so annoying. Uh, oh, yeah, there was a, a couple of people on. Well, Twitter now, well, now they've clarified the laws that you can have it in a home stadium if you want. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's no problem. Absolutely no issues. It's when they were specifying that it's neutral. Yeah. And well, it it's, well, home country, isn't it? Yeah, home country, home but country. neutral. But now yeah. they've said home country, and if you want it in your home stadium, do it. Uh, but Saracens are going to Coventry. Lovely day trip to Coventry for for fans from uh, northwest London. Of course, say, like... I, I think there are some engineering works on trains as well, which is making it... There might have to be <sighs> some nice replacement bus services. Good. I love mentioned this before, but I... <sighs> Yeah, granted, it's a great stadium. It is a nice stadium. I've mean, never been, but it looks like a nice stadium, right? Very handy. Very handy. But who wants to go to Coventry? Like, when we plan our weekends away, and I guess we'd be the sort of individuals they would be targeting, who just want a, you know, a weekend away, go watch some good rugby, you know, have some Negronis in a nice a, a few bars. Just, I don't want to go to Coventry. I do not want to go. No part of me wants to go to Coventry for any reason. I'd love to watch to watch the game, but you know, send us a good a good city, like you know, Bristol. Well, anywhere stadiums that Stadium. are stadiums that are in towns are very difficult to come by, but they're the best ones. Yeah, I mean, Ashton Gate would be fine. It's a very handy stadium to get in and out of. It's it's good when it's full. But it, Do you know what? You sound you like a middle-aged a, woman picking a car. A, yeah, but you, exactly. I was going to say, you can't have a day yeah. out. You, you wouldn't go for a day out at the Rico. I mean, yes, it's a people carrier, but it's very easy to get in and yeah, out exactly. of. You get shopping 100%, in. Exactly. No, you want a Porsche. Well, that's the Rico. Well, that, the, the Rico people is carrier. the people carrier. Yeah, fine. Rugby. 
fit lots in it, practical, but not It doesn't really excite you, does it? it doesn't. It's not exciting. No. Nevertheless, the game does. Saracen's Monster, although... I, I think this is going to be the most one-sided of the games. Uh, I think they're both going to be oh, fairly no, no. one-sided, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't see Munster putting up that much of a fight again. I mean, it'll be spirited. How do you, oh, how do you beat Munster. Saracen? Oh, that's the one thing that Munster will have is spirit. Spirit, yeah, sure. Yeah. But it can only get you so, so far. I, I, I don't know. They'll, they'll have I more fans. It'll be like a home game. Yeah, I see that. I, I don't think this is over just yet. I think, I think Munster... The way they play, so it's not about the flashy stuff, although they can do it. They've got some very good outside backs. It's about the hard work and the cohesiveness and the the um, coaching behind particularly that pack, but that whole team as a defensive unit. Mm. So they will, they will co- really compete with Saracens up front. Their line-out work is exceptional with Ty Byrne and say, Peter O'Malley. The line-out work for Munster is brilliant. I've always but, admired that. Admired the line-out. But their, their scrum is very good. If they get a referee who allows them to um, compete the way that they want to compete at the breakdown, they will really disrupt and hurt Saracens. So I don't think this is over. I think Saracens are heavy favourites. It's not a foregone conclusion in my mind. It is for me. And I think you're right in what you say. Except he said can be competitive. Lots of teams can be. In fact, I'll go one further. Saracens aren't actually that good at scrimmaging. Their, their scrimmaging is not great. They, yeah. they do get found out. I mean, it's, it's good enough. Was this the semi-final last year as well? Wasn't it? N- uh, no, uh, no. Hold on. This was this was no because se- Saracens got knocked out by Leinster. Leinster. Oh, of course yeah. they did. Um, no, this was the semi-final between the two. Maybe two years ago. Anyway, um, anyway, I don't remember it was. I, I, the problem Munster are going to have uh, isn't a set piece. It's going to be the sheer power of yeah. that running game. Now, of late, Atoji seems to have gone up a few more gears. Uh, his carrying ball in hand has been superb. Uh, George Cruz has been brilliant. So we've thank got, you. We've yeah. got Kritoji. Yeah, I mean, like, they are looking like they're at their Lions best again. I mean, they're really looking very good. Uh, and then, you know, I assume that Billy will be playing, and then Mako will be playing, and then Jamie George will be playing. Mako won't, will he? Or will he? I assume he will. I'm just, I assume he'll be fit. Is he back now? Yeah, I, well, he should be. Um, so, yeah, I just I can't see it. I just can't see it. I, outside of maybe shading the line-out by 5%, where where can <laughs> Munster like, win this? So, as I said, I think in the tight... In all of the upfront work, I think they can get parity. All of it? Pretty much all of it. What, uh, like not, around so, the park? No, the upfront... So the, sorry, so the just forward, set piece. Just, yeah. just your forward, your set piece, and your close quarters stuff. Okay, um, and if if they can get their way at the breakdown, which Omani and I can't remember the name of the seven who played against Edinburgh, young seven who just come back off a knee injury, um, not Clotie, no. no, no, young Irish seven, uh, and if Tyburn. If they're allowed to do what they want to, they can completely disrupt. They can get good ball for Carberry uh, and Murray. And if they get good, clean ball and their kicking game is on point, Munster have got a chance. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but no. I just I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. And they make a mockery of form books and momentum and all these things. They, they're just one team that yeah. just throws spanners in works. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, back in the day, you would have said, "Oh, Munster's got that Munster magic in Europe." Uh, um, you know, it, it's Europe where they come good. But actually, I kind of give that moniker to Saracens now. I, I don't think, yeah. so, I don't think Saracens are, are going to struggle. I, in fact, here, here you go, Saracens by more than ten points. Mm. Having said that, I've seen what the, I've seen what they did this, this year to Exeter. So let's well, wait the, and see. Well, just for the. Um I know we're not. I'm not going to go through the rigmarole of doing a, a combined fifteen. That's not what I'm getting at. But just which monster players would you plonk into a Saracens team? So if I run through the team that played against Colin Murray, running the team that played against Edinburgh, um, CJ Stander, he'd probably uh, would he go in your back row? Not over Billy. Not he wouldn't start at eight, but I'd have him in there. You'd have, him in you'd the have to have him in there. Yeah, you'd have him in the back row. So uh, six. Or- yeah, so CJ Stander would get in your Saracens back row. Tyburn Ty in your, in one of the locked spots. He'd probably be on the... Actually, no. 
No, he wouldn't be. No, no. He'd be on the bench. He might get in the back row. Or <laughs> 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 uh, you push your told you to six. Well, because yeah. no, you've got Peter Omani. Peter Omani. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so you probably. My point being is you've probably got two. Oh, O'Donoghue, is that the guy you were thinking of? The young seven. Irish seven. Yeah. But you've got. So Stander and Omani, if you had everyone available, they'd probably start for Saracens. So that might so the, sort of Saracens. So, so they could do a number on them. Right I, don't, there. I just don't see it. Just don't see it. Uh, Saracens are too good. Well, maybe not in the back row. Right. Ten points. M- more or less than ten points. Anyone saying Munster win? I'm not saying Munster win. I'm saying Saracens by five. Tim? Um, I'm saying Saracens by eight. There you go. I could see it. Uh, but w- would you have any of the backs in? Conor Murray, you'd have in at nine. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not sure you would. Earls? Nope. Scannell, Farrell, nope, nope, Sweetenham, nope, Conway? Nope, nope. I would have one of Scannell or Farrell, probably Scannell. Um, oh, with, 12, Barrett with Barrett being out as well. Being out. Yes. Oh! Yes. Oh, yes, he is out, isn't he? Do we know how long for? He won't I be think he's, for I think he's definitely out for this. That might make me think differently about everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything, yeah, literally. <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> everything has changed now. And I'll tell you why. Because this brings in Bado in Farrell. Well, no, but listen, here's here's where Munster win, right? Oh God. If they win. The, Tygburn, they, Peter Omani at the breakdown, slowing ball down for Saracens. And when Saracens are a bit slow, they go predictable. They can get hit behind the gain line. Billy, Billy, Billy or Mako can't be as as big a weapon as they are. Oh my god! And now, and now Farrell's getting angry. He's getting really angry. <laughs> he can't control his, his can't control his shoulders or his tackle height. <laughs> and now they're making they're making inroads throughout twelve channel because he'll be there. Tom, Tomkins or Tomkins played twelve this weekend. He's just given away a, a few too many yards. He's making the tackles. Next thing you know, high shot from Farrell. Boom, red card. <laughs> Look, who, in the ascendancy. Whose invisibility cloak is stronger? Owen Farrell's high shot invisibility cloak or Peter, Peter Romani at the breakdown? Peter Romani, but when they when they collide, they can both be seen. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. I what, do not know. What I think is really fascinating about this game is both sides like not having the ball. Yeah, they're both comfortable in D. So how's that going to play out? This is far closer than I originally thought it was. Give me... No Brad Barrett. Give me Munster by two. (laughs) (laughs) I am still saying Saracens by five. Munster by two. It will be... I think Munster will be right in it until 60, 65 minutes and then Saracens empty their bench. Their players are getting stronger. So, yeah. Tim, any advance? Uh, no, I'm still going to go Saracens narrowly, but by seven, but between five and eight. But I think it's going to be really interesting. And as I say, both sides like not having the ball. Whoever wins that aerial territorial battle is going to be massive. And if Munster can slow Saracens down so they can't play, um, game on. Oh, don't fancy it now. They won't fancy it now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Anyway, uh, should we do a European Challenge Cup game before we go back into yeah, the big boy one? Yeah, l- let's do the two of them. Let's do... Yeah. So 5.30 uh, is the time that I've got for La Rochelle hosting your beloved sale. My beloved sale, Benetton, is my beloved team. But, uh, yeah, who, I mean, I might even be able to go to this. I don't even, I don't know yet. We will see. Uh, sale like playing in France. They, they have a good record playing in France. They do, actually. They've had a few unfortunate beat Bordeaux losses. There. Beat Bordeaux. They should have beat Lyon there, uh, except for some ridiculous referee. And La Rochelle have been in this position before. A couple of years ago, they were in semi-final of the Challenge Cup Scarlet's. against Gloucester and lost. Oh, oh. sorry, I thought it was, it was semi-final. No, they weren't. Quarter-final, quarter-final of the Champions Cup last year. Yeah. The year before that, semi-final at home against Gloucester and so, lost. Here's where I stand on this, which is La Rochelle are a big old unit, uh, particularly up front. And uh, they've got... Oh, who is the huge tight head? We need Antonio... Yes. No, okay, sorry, the huge loose head. Yes. You, uh, <laughs> uh, you are right, Antonio oh, is huge. yes, what's his name? But there's another guy who I think is really impressive. Oh, yes. And his name's just escaped me now. Uh, Prizo, Danny Prizo. Danny Prizo. This guy's a beast, right? So they're very good up front. Victor Vito, number eight. Hello. Handy. Yeah, they're all pretty handy. I, I honestly reckon Victor, Victor Vito... And maybe one of their locks. You put them in the sale team, and sale are guaranteed top four in the Premiership. Vito, Vito, Vito and one of their locks, like no, Jay- Jason Eaton. Is he still there? No, uh, I don't know if he is still yeah. there. But he's... So I actually think that they might underestimate Sale in in scrimmaging because they get their way so frequently. I think Sale couldn't can stand up some in the scrum. They'll stand up well to them in the scrum, much like they did to Toulon a few years ago. Um, and then it's down to the backs now. La Rochelle play wonderful rugby, and they're very difficult to stop. But so do so do sell when 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 they're going forward. I think there's going to be a lot of tries in this, and I think it's a team that loses their nerve first that that will lose. So who's going to lose their nerve first? I'm going to have to say, I fancy La Rochelle to win this. I hate to say it. I just think at home, Atlantic Coast, huge pack, lovely manner of playing. I love watching Demaru. Uh, Demaru, I love him. Um, and Ihaya West as well. Yeah, they've got they've got some real weapons. I think Sale, if Sale can score early and carry on scoring, it's going to be a really interesting game. But uh, if they get a little bit put off by the atmosphere, I nearly try. They, they put uh, they they absolutely pumped. Um, who was it that went there? Bristol. Bristol. Bristol yeah. They yeah. absolutely hammered them. Hammered them. Actually, Bristol aren't a bad comparison to Sale in terms of they will carry on attacking with nice wide shape, and it didn't really affect La Rochelle whatsoever. Uh, I think Sale's attack is a little bit cleverer, but we will see. Mm, yeah, the difference is, so I, uh, two years ago, La Rochelle lost in the semi-final at home. They bottled it to Gloucester. It was really the first time they'd ever got to that sort of situation. They were doing really well in the French League. Last year, they got to a Champions Cup quarter-final. I, do th- I think they'll go one better this time. But... Sale, I think, have got what it, they've got it in them to to win this. Yeah, I mean, the Sale's big advantage will be their back row, a big fit back back row. Well, really? to say you got Victor Vito. Yeah, but the difference is, Tim, they're all carriers. So, like, if you look at what what well, they Victor do, Victor Vito can do everything. Well, he's, he's not, athletic. Well, hang on, he's hang on a minute, in. Victor they've Vito got off the bench as well. Again, great carrier. You know, they're, they're all good going forward. Uh, I, I think the extra bit of steel that Sale have might, they might give them... Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I think La Rochelle are going to win this. That's what I think. Mm. Yes. I think La Rochelle are going to win. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a tough ask for Sale to go over and win there. An even tougher ask for Quinns to go to Claremont. Yeah. Quinns, Quinns are not winning this. No. I, I can tell you that now. I'm I'm trying to... They'll have a good go at it. They're not going to win this. Well, if they showed up with the same team they showed up to with the AJ uh, to the AJ Bell two weeks ago, two weeks ago, it's just not enough. It's not enough firepower there. Not even close. Yeah. Cl- uh, Claremont will win this at a canter. Did you see what Claremont did to the Northampton North Scrum? Yes. Yeah. And I don't think with Bonjamon, Kezia, and Slimani, Falgu. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're enormous. I, just I, I just can't wait to see Racker again and Peno. Peno. Oh, I love oh, Peno. Para and Lopez, it's great. Laidlaw. I mean, yeah. Is, you, ben, is Bender's anywhere near the team? He, he's, I've seen him a couple of times he's been in the team. I, I don't look at that squad. I'm just looking now. That was, was a few weeks ago. 
Yeah, Bender's playing 15 with Pinode and Racker. Uh, this makes no sense. Wings. I mean, I know we spoke about something very similar last week. Listen to these names, okay? Obviously, Kayser's in. Uh, Vormahina. Um, Iratira. Para. Lopez. The, uh, Lamarat. Pinode. I mean, <laughs> these are seriously, seriously good players. And they're amazing for Clermont. Why are France bad? Why are France bad? Because these guys are going to go out and I think they're going to absolutely batter Quinns. Oh! Yeah. Did you see the result? I, I, I know it came up in our quiz earlier. I've only just seen the result of... The 31-all. 31-all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tim so, Williams so it's is a damn a, good team. An all-French final. I think it in is. The, in the Challenge Cup, yeah. It's, and, it's the and most likely. the wonder of Newcastle. Yes. The wonder, indeed. <laughs> well, that's not actually... It's better than Coventry. It's, substan- it's substantially it's better, better than Coventry. It's a better night out than Coventry. Yeah. Just avoid the whatever way that I end up. The, the interesting. Yes, go uh, on. What was it called? Oh, I can't remember what it's called in Newcastle. Oh, uh, glittering lasers. And it has a cage in it, and it was called. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. Mister Fisters. Yeah, that, just call it that. <laughs> Don't go in the place. If you see, a, if you go in somewhere and you see a cage, just walk back out. Of it. <laughs> Right, on to Sunday's oh, game. Oh, here we go. Sunday's game. This is interesting. So this is a repeat of the group stage, or the two group stage games, which was one apiece. Yeah. It is Leinster at the Aviva Stadium hosting Toulouse. Yes. Hosting the magnificent Toulouse that even though they had their fly half sent off after 28 minutes, they still managed to win away at Racing. Wow. This is going to be... I hope it lives up. Because the toulouse Racing game lived up to the billing totally. I really hope this does. Yeah. Because it's the only... It's the one big Sunday roast of a game we've got on Sunday. Um, just in terms of the back lines... I'm, I'm just trying to wonder what Leinsterman would, goes into the Racing... Uh, the Racing, the Toulouse side. Sorry. Well, you could make an argument for a lot of them. I mean, really, quite a lot of them. You'd have Colby over Lama, or you'd have Col- if, if Colby oh, can't Col- continues Colby to fall back. Me, I don't know about that. I mean, you have them both, or yeah, you, you substitute one for the other. They're, 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 yeah. they're very similar. They're very similar players, aren't they? Lama and Colby, and one other. Lama and Colby in a team is a little bit like uh, when Newcastle signed uh, Aspria. It was just a little bit too much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so would you go... Is Carney going to be fit? Would you go Carney... You've got James Lowe as well. Yeah. You absolutely you absolutely go with Carney because he's tried and tested. This is the sort of game you have to play Carney in. Um, but actually, I think Leinster, you know, to answer your question, they go for... A, you know, a, lot, a lot of their guys get, get in the team. Um, you know, Zach Holmes isn't a player of any, you know, great great stature, really. I mean, he's played in a handful of clubs. Dupont. Uh, Dupont's excellent. Dupont, and Defin- then he definitely gets... starts. Dupont starts in any team. He's I mean, brilliant. Yeah, it's going to be down more down to the pack. Charlie for full. I can't say his name. Oh, oh, is one of my favourite props. I love. I love his carrying work. Uh, yeah, I, I think. I think to lose if they play like Toulouse did in Racing could, yeah, Racing could potentially give Leinster problems. But Leinster are going to be too organised. Mm. That, that that'd be my guess. Two yeah. seasons, two organised. Suffocate them. Yeah, it sounds weird if you said this a few, a few years ago. Um, you know, you might say that Toulouse are the seasoned European veterans with their five, with their four wins or five wins or whatever, or, or whatever mean, it is. You are talking ten years ago. At yeah, least. yeah. The one factor here is Johnny Sexton, fit or not fit, fit or not fit, and even if he is fit, he's not been playing well. He hasn't since he. Won in, uh, in Monaco, won World Player of the Year. He's actually not played that well. Well, since he lost no. his voice and couldn't give us an interview. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, there you go. It's uh, Chickens have come home to roost, Johnny. <laughs> so for all players playing, if you win World Player of the Year, come and get interviewed by us. Yeah, yes. do. Because uh, if you lesson. don't... Who was it last year? Bowden. Uh, Bowden Barrett. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got a tie and everything. And look, he's just gone from strength to strength. He's got an egg chaser's tie. <laughs> we had an egg chaser's tie for you, Johnny, and you you just blanked us. <clears throat> uh, but what's, what I find is it interesting is the number of journalists. Um, oh. And Irish journalists. Okay. And, and, pe- and people on Twitter. Go on. And people on Twitter. Go on. There you go. Uh, who, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. You cued me if I missed it. Arguing that uh, people are targeting Johnny Sexton. Well, like... Go- 
They're, they're trying to make excuses for him not playing as well. People are targeting him. It's like, is there a fly half that plays in any game at any level that doesn't get targeted? Yeah, can I just point out, they're 100% right. They're 100% yeah, right. Of course they are, but that's every fly half in any team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're 100% right yes, as, as they well. Are, but, but, but I just want There's them no to, difference between I want them to him stop and this, anyone else. I wanted to stop this shtick of trying to make excuses for him not playing as well no, as he does. Know what? And trying to suggest that he needs to be... T- people need to take it easy on him. Like a, like, he's a fl- like, he's a, like he's a quarterback. Yeah. Um, do you not remember in about 2014 when Bismarck Duplessis put in a oh, massive, yeah. legitimate legal hit on Dan Carter, injured Dan Carter, immediate red, immediate red card. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you can't hit Dan Carter, you can't well, hit Johnny Sexton. Of ridiculous. So, the problem with fly-offs in general, especially these big national names, international names even, right, is that people put onto them what they imagine they are. I know this because I'm a frequent critic of one... Um, Owen Farrell, right? And people go insane. They can't. They can't control their emotions, their feelings. They sort of foaming at the mouth. If you criticise Owen Farrell, because Owen Farrell isn't a player that they rationally look at and say, "Oh yeah, he's good at this and bad at that." He's the embodiment of everything that they hope a player will be. And it's same, same, same the, with the, way, the way that you are with Danny Cipriani. Yeah. So like last week when I suggested that Danny Cipriani might have passed into Jack O'Creel's head, no, you didn't suggest that, but actually. Uh, if that did happen, as you say, it might have. Jack O'Creel is obviously running the wrong line. <laughs> He's obviously running the wrong line. He doesn't make mistakes like that. Danny Superior does not make mistakes like that. Um, people do not understand what, why their fly half does not play well and they need to start making excuses for him because your biggest fear as an international rugby fan is that your fly half is, isn't up to it. No one wants to admit that. And I'm not suggesting for one minute that Johnny Sexton isn't. I'm suggesting. But you are suggesting Owen Farrell I'm, isn't, yeah? I'm su- no, absolutely. Oh. Not. I am suggesting that the the way that journalists are trying to suggest that Johnny Sexton uh, is being badly treated uh, is is out. Is He's rid- been badly treated, is though, isn't ridiculous. he? Ridiculous. Well, like, yeah, in in the sense that you go out and go, if we stop Johnny Sexton, we yeah, can but stop even this team more playing, so with Ireland. I mean, he's so important. And if you look like how teams play against them, they do. Yeah, there's late shots here and there. Yeah, smash him. They're always trying to... You know, like that. Same with Owen Farrell, to some degree. Owen Farrell handles it better, I think. No, he doesn't. He, does he? They're both equally <laughs> as petulant. They're definitely equally as petulant. Owen Farrell likes to dish out a little bit more, so it looks like it's not affecting him as much. It affects Owen Farrell differently because he then goes and loses his head later in the actual in the actual game, whereas Johnny seems to chirp up a little bit more. Hmm. But I don't think that Johnny chirping up is anything to do with him getting hit. As in, he he actually takes the ball to the line in order to create space for other people. Yeah. So he knows he's putting the body on the line. Where I see Johnny Sexton getting mouthy in like the the Wales game is just where it's going wrong for him for other reasons so it's not not that he was getting smashed it's just he was trying things and it wasn't coming off yeah. and he was getting more and more frustrated David Flatman has an interesting view on fly halves which I absolutely love actually go on which is when asked who who are the toughest players in, in rugby uh, he often names George Ford because George Ford gets smashed voluntarily because he runs so, so flat to the yeah, line to create gaps for other people yeah because he's not a big bloke in fact some of these guys are tiny yeah. Like George Ford, Ford is tiny. Is, he's not a big bugger at all. And he gets absolutely levelled all all the time. So the fly-offs are actually pretty tough. Yeah. For but, that exact reason. Did you see Chris Boyd's comments on Dan Bigger? Yeah, one of the best in the world at a few few things. No. Um, oh. The comment, he said he's the most competitive player yes. he's ever coached alongside TJ Perinara. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, those two as being the most competitive. I was sure you didn't see in that interview. Like he's... The best player I've ever had in a handful of things, like uh, he said, like he can the way he can kick a ball and stuff like that. He may well have said that as a, a separate or another part of the interview. So obviously, my confirmation bias focused on those bits. on that, not the yeah. ultra competitive <laughs> bit. But well, yeah, that sort of goes with it as well. Yeah. I'm going to say I don't think Leinster will select this, but if if Leinster select the back line they select against Ulster, they're losing this game because their back line if was they... McGrath, yeah. Rossburn, Dave Carney, yeah. O'Loughlin, Ringrose, Adam Byrne, Jordan Lama. They're not winning with that back line. They're not going to put that out, though, are they? Surely. No, well, they, they, if you, Henshaw's you available. Be Henshaw available, Kern, Johnny Kern's Sexton, available, James Lowe. Rob Carney, James Lowe, maybe. Yeah. So they need to... The pack got no doubts they're going to mix it up and be dominant and nasty. Dominant? They're going to be nasty. Whether they be dominant or not. Jerome Kano's no joke. 
Oh, mate. It's, 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 a, it's an Irish international pack with a couple of extras. Yeah, but it's also Jerome Kano and his mates. Although no Dan Levy, obviously. Yeah, that is a real shame because he's only just come back. And you would think he would have slotted in in place of Reese Ruddock in that back line, in the back row. Yeah. But that's a pretty nasty-looking, gnarly-looking pack. I'm still going to say Leinster by 10. I think you're probably right. Yeah. I think you're right, so long as they select... As long as they, they have, have back players yeah, they have them available. All right, so I'm going to ask you some, uh, some different questions, OK? Not what do you think would happen. What would you like to happen in each of these games? So part of me wants the Leinster-Saracens rematch. Yep. It's interesting, when we spoke to uh, Rob Carney last year at the World Rugby Player of the Year Awards, and I was asking him about kind of the best performances that year was it Ireland winning was it them hammering England at Twickenham uh, was it winning away in Australia was it beating the All Blacks and he he referenced the Saracens game because he said that was what that's the team that Leinster have been measuring themselves wow. against uh, because they've been beaten by them in, in the past so I think that there is something about it they're the best two teams in New York for the past few years yeah. uh, multiple years uh, and I'd like to see that as a final because I think there's real spice, real history. You've got layered onto it the last four or five years of the England Island history, where there's been some massive games in the Six Nations mm. and It'll a lot be of the on players. English soil. Yeah. So I definitely want Saracens to go. I want them to give. I'd like them to give Menstra a good hiding out. Actually, in the other semi-final, I would love. To fall in love with rugby again and watch Toulouse just play 15-man offloading. That would be Fluid exciting. rugby, that's what I want. That would be brilliantly exciting if it happened. And I always love an underdog. Yeah, and then Toulouse to do the same to Saracens in the final. And Toulouse to win it. Yeah, Toulouse to fire all their coaches the week before finals. <laughs> so that like would that. be an amazing final because, having said earlier, Saracens are so comfortable without the ball. They're playing one of the teams you don't want to give too much ball yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. DuPont weaving his magic everywhere. Yeah. Some some kid which they pulled off the street who was, I don't know, working at the Airbus factory well, and eating to lose sausages doing those offloads. No, no, no. <laughs> Developed... Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about DuPont. I was going to say, that would be a disservice to Cast who uh, brought him no, to No, no, no. Who's the, who the winger? They literally, the winger. Oh, you, right. Uh, Talzan. Tal, yeah, just... Yeah. Uge, yeah. Uge, so greasy, slipped into a concrete wall, injured himself. Exactly. And then all of a sudden it's on. Yeah, Towson. So Dupont was from where? Cast. He's been playing at Toulon's, Toulouse since he's eighteen. No. Yeah, he has because he he played against Sale as an eighteen-year-old. He's only twenty-one, isn't he? Yeah. So he might have been at Cast, but then came over. He was he, very I, I, young. I worked on a Leinster Cast game and had a long chat with Joe Labd about him. Mm. And he was in the first team making his. So until so from so he's twenty-two now. From twenty fourteen, when he was just eighteen. Uh, he was at Cast until 2017 when he went to Toulouse. So when did he go? 18, 19? Uh, uh, two years ago, 20. Age 20. Mm. He's 22 now? Yeah. I was older than I thought. Right, okay, fine. Um, and, in the U- and in the Challenge Cup, just as a neutral, I think I'd like to see um, rugby get a real foothold in the Northwest again. So, uh, Sale obviously to As win. Sale neutral. Yeah, and then to go on and to beat uh, Claremont, Claremont as well. Sale to hammer Claremont by 50 points. As, yeah, as a neutral, so. would you like to see that? As a neutral, I think it's important for no- like, rugby in the Northwest. Yeah. I'd like to see an all French Challenge Cup final. And Why? Just because the rugby they play. You wouldn't want, want to see Rob Shaw lift, lift, a, lift a, a trophy to get that final seat on the World Cup for his redemption story, Tim. That actually, now you put it like that, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would we like back that. ourselves at home, all that nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I actually want to see Saracens Leinster. Yeah, I want to see Saracens. I don't know. No, I want I want to see Saracens Leinster, but not as much as I want to see Toulouse win. Would it not be nice to see a, a Leinster Munster final? No, it would not be nice <laughs> to see a Leinster Munster final. No, it would not. And actually, so Leinster and Toulouse, they've both won it four times, haven't they? Have they? I think Ooh, I'm right yeah. in saying that. Saracens two and those two four. And Toulon three. Yeah. I didn't realise Saracens only won it twice. I thought they'd won it three times. Uh, I'm just going to... Wins by club. Toulouse, Leinster, four. Toulon, three. 
Oh, so here you go. There's four teams on two wins. Yeah. Saracens are one of them. Tigers and Wasps. Tigers, uh, uh, Tigers. Wasps. Tigers, Wasps, Wasps. Saracens, one more. Uh, B- Bewitts? No, they haven't won it. Uh, Bath have only won it once. Um, Northampton have only once. won it once. Huh. What a good question. Claremont haven't. Claremont zero. Runner up three times for Claremont. Ag- agony. Um, uh, Racing or Stad haven't got anywhere near. You'll kick yourselves. Well, hang on. There's only three nations that have, that, that have won it. Uh, Worcester. Uh, it's got to be an English club, right? He's not saying anything. Wasps. Instead of Wasps, we've said Leicester, we've said Saracens. Saracens. You've said Bath, you said Northampton. Okay. We both won it once. So then it's got to be French. Not Beeritz. Beeritz, finalist twice, never won it. You said Munster. You not said Munster. Oh, Munster. <laughs> there Munster, you go. Munster won it twice. Runners up twice as well. So Toulouse have been in six finals. Wow. That's the most. Leicester, second most. Leicester, five finals. They look, yeah, they're awesome. Oh God, they've Le- a long way, haven't they? Leinster, oh Leinster, four finals, four wins. Wow. Toulon, three finals, three wins. So we watched the, um, I say we, as if we did it the other, the other week. We actually rewatched the Leinster-Northampton match not so yeah. long ago. An incredible game. Incredible. That was that should have been so Northampton's game as well. Northampton oh. were the, the best version of Northampton. And they were hammering them. Yeah. Comfortably winning at halftime. Mm. Right. Johnny hey. Sexton turned it around. Okay, let's leave it there. We're done. Right, right, so we'll have a proper pod coming tomorrow. Uh, well, as proper as it can be with two shells of human beings uh, working off their Negronis whilst podcasting. Exactly. Uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, for bearing with us. <clears throat> and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.